Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikvot Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but if you want the full experience, please join us Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service. We are located at the corner of Boulevard and Grove, across from the Art Museum. For more information, you can visit our website at tikvotisrael.com. There, you can support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and contact us with any questions or comments. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. Abba, we thank you for your um, continued faithfulness to us, O oh God. And uh, we thank you for your Word. We pray that it would go forth this morning and to encourage those who hear it, um, that you would build up your community, O oh God, and that um, you would be made known in this place and that we would hear something from you. And in Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. This is from a New York Times article on October 29th. Quote, At a time when much of America shunned people with HIV, Dr. Jerry Rabinowitz welcomed them in. He held up a lamp that lit the way for us, said Michael Kerr, one of the doctor's patients. With him, we were safe. On Saturday, Dr. Abinowitz, 66, died along with 10 other people in a massacre at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. In an era when people complain of rushed doctor visits and too much focus on billable procedures, Dr. Abinowitz was out of another time, his patients said a portrait of small-town generosity in a big city. He made house visits just to talk. When families called the office on Saturday afternoons, Dr. Rabinowitz was there to answer. He wore a bow tie. He hugged his patients. Be well, my friend, was how he would say goodbye. Family was something that was very important to him, said Avishai Ostrin, 33 the doctor's nephew, in an interview from Israel, and I include in that definition of family his patience, unquote. Sometimes in moments of mourning and tragedy, it helps to remember the stories and to process as a community together. We remember the souls in Pittsburgh. We mourn with the community there. We grieve with those who grieve, as it says in Romans 12, 15. Galatians 6, 2 reminds us of this. Bear one another's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the Torah of Messiah. Let's read that together. Bear one another's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the Torah of Messiah. Isn't that nice? That was the first uh, verse of Scripture I ever read as the Lord was drawing me toward himself. I, I got a Bible out, and uh, a friend of mine shared that with me. You know, our world often seems uncertain or scary, and every so often we are confronted with the reality of evil, violence, and hatred, and anti-Semitism. I got the news about the Pittsburgh community 
uh, while I was away last week in Pennsylvania celebrating the life of my grandmother. I was processing my own personal grief uh, along with the community of my, my own family. So, a little bit of my grandmother's story. This is from the Pottstown Mercury, Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Quote, Francis Lyons Litvin, born May 8th, 1921, passed away October 6th, 2018, peacefully, surrounded by family and friends, member of Mercy and Truth Synagogue, Pottstown, PA, Jewish Women's League, Philadelphia Genealogical Society, and founding member of Delaware Valley Water Garden Society, office manager and corporate secretary for Snow King Frozen Foods, private pilot's license, 1972, which would make her 51 at that point, loved skiing, fly fishing, and travel to out-of-the-way places. Northwest Passage on 56th passenger ship to do this, a Russian icebreaker, the Captain Kleblnikov. Yes. First passenger ship to circumnavigate the island of South Georgia, Antarctic Peninsula, Antarctic continent from Tasmania, landing at Mawson's Hut, subarctic islands of the Pacific, Easter Island, climbed up on Cape Horn, China, Iceland, Unquote. The, uh, the locations continue uh, in the obituary, but I'm afraid we wouldn't get to enjoy Oneg if I read all of them, so I had to stop somewhere. So I, I chose Iceland. We, we grieve and we ache. We have unanswerable questions and we struggle and we persist. And over time, we heal. And the Lord is calling us now to listen to his voice. Last week, my family told stories about my grandmother, and we processed our our joy and our aching together. This Tuesday, I was able to go to um, a vigil at our local Jewish community center to stand together to intercede to mourn, and to heal. I, I felt community. I felt healing. I felt love. There, among my Jewish brothers and sisters, and many others in the wider Richmond faith community, and civic leaders next to my own mother, I felt community. In this week's Torah portion, Chaye Sarah, The matriarch of our faith, Sarah, passes away, and Avraham is grieving. He he pays for land to bury his wife properly, and then he sends his servant to find a bride for his son, Isaac, which we read read about um, a few moments ago during the Torah service. Through the sovereign hand of God, they find Rebekah, a perfect match for Isaac, a woman of beauty, compassion, and above all, character. Genesis 24, 67 explains this. Then Yitzhak brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rivka, and she became his wife, 
and he loved her. Thus was Yitzhak comforted for the loss of his mother. In other words, in communion and intimacy with his wife, Isaac is comforted through his grief. Likewise, in communion and intimacy in the community, we are able to move through grief into healing. Not only do we heal through relationship and intimacy in a community, but also in relationship and intimacy with our Creator. In the Torah and the Besorah, the Hebrew Scriptures and the Gospel accounts, we recognize our stories in their stories, and we link our stories to the God story of restoration and redemption and resurrection. In this journey with God that Eric described in last week's sermon, we understand that we can only get through it successfully if we have our what? Do we remember? Our GPS. Yeah, that's right. Our God positioning system. We need to be linked up because as Eric reminded us, The journey is tough sometimes, and there are many roadblocks, and there's traffic, and sometimes the car breaks down. But what is the key to turning that GPS on and keeping it on? What is our connection to the divine nature? How do we link up with God in the same way that we link up as a community? From this week's New Covenant Parsha, we find this story in John 2:13 and following. It was almost time for the festival of Pesach, that's Passover, in Yehuda. So Yeshua went up to Jerusalem. In the temple grounds, he found those who were selling cattle, sheep, and pigeons, and others who were sitting at tables exchanging money. He made a whip from cords and drove them all out of the temple grounds, the sheep and cattle as well. He knocked over the money changers' tables, scattering their coins. And to the pigeon sellers, he said, get these things out of here. How dare you turn my father's house into a market? His Talmidim, his students, later recalled that the Tanakh says, zeal for your house will devour me. So the Judeans confronted him by asking him, what miraculous sign can you show us to prove you have the right to do all of this? Yeshua answered them, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up again. The Judeans said, it took 46 years to build this temple, and you're going to raise it in three days? But the temple he had spoken of was his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his Talmudim remembered that he had said this, and they trusted in the Tanakh and in what Yeshua had said. In the other Gospels, uh, usually there's a word, uh, the word miracle is used to describe Yeshua's inexplicable activity, which points to him being the Messiah. But in the Gospel of John, there's another word, Uh, that's used. Of course, the Gospel of John we're studying through this year, and uh, but anyway, the word that is used in that Gospel is a sign. 
sign. Yeshua, in this passage, is addressing the use of the temple as a place for monetary gain, but he's using it as a symbol or as a sign for himself. Yeshua himself is the temple, and so are we if our story is linked to Yeshua. The new temple, the connection, remember the temple was the connection point between heaven and earth. This new temple was in front of them in the person of Yeshua. He was purifying the old temple, and he was using it as a sign or a foretaste of himself. But his students didn't put this together right away until they had some context, until after he was raised from the dead. When Yeshua rises after three days, then they put it together. The Udayoi, who are the Udayoi? The Judeans, yes. There's a couple ways we could translate that, right? The Udayoi are saying to Yeshua in the temple, if you are acting as a prophet, creating reform and pressing us toward justice and godliness, then prove it with a sign or a miracle. But Yeshua's signs are not for that. We think back to the first sign in the Gospel of John, which was what? What was the first sign? Yes, turning the water into wine, which Eric mentioned last week as well. Going back to the road analogy, what is the purpose of a sign? A sign on the road points us to the way we need to go. So as a first sign, Yeshua took charge of the situation. The sign was not orchestrated by his mother or by others that were trying to perhaps control the situation. And here the Udayoi, the Judeans, are asking for a sign to justify his purification of the temple behavior in John 2. The first sign at the wedding is more private and pointed to his being the Messiah. But Yeshua is not beholden to his followers to produce miracles. He is beholden to his Father to provide signs that point toward the path. You know, a mere rabbi can have great wisdom, beautiful insights, and incredible teaching. But a mere rabbi cannot transform one element, water, into another physical element, wine. Of course, Yeshua is no mere rabbi. Throughout John, we get the sense that Yeshua is doing these signs not to prove that he is the Messiah, but because he is the Messiah. He speaks often of his time, and to his mother he says in chapter 1, my time has not yet come. The signs are not on our time. They're on his timetable, orchestrated by God, not by man. Signs on the road point us to our destination. They provide a path, but that is all that they are. We should not look to the sign as if that is all there is, but what the sign points to, the path and the destination. What traveler would marvel at a road sign 
for an amusement park for so long, they never end up actually going on a roller coaster. How sad would that be, right? But this sign is amazing. No, it's, it's what the sign points to. The last verse we read says that his Talmudim, his students, trusted in the Hebrew Scriptures and in Yeshua's words. The link being that his story fulfills the story of Israel in the Hebrew Scriptures. They trusted in the written Torah and the living Torah when they saw what the signs point to. When we are grieving, we look for signs along the road, signs of hope, and that's okay. That's good. Uh, Fred Rogers, better known as Mr. Rogers of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, um, was actually from this community, Squirrel Hill in, in Pittsburgh. That, that was his original neighborhood um, where he grew up. And, and he said, um, he recounted this story about how when he was younger, uh, when he saw something in the news that was scary or, um, or frightening, uh, that his mom told him to look for the helpers. There's always going to be helpers, and that would bring him comfort. So we do. We look to the helpers, as Mr. Rogers reminds us. We look to community, to our natural and our spiritual family, our, our spouses, our brothers and sisters, to encourage and comfort us, and that's okay too. We look for signs from, from God that he is still living and still loving and still directing us. But we need to allow these signs to point toward the path. The path is Yeshua and to the destination that is God, our Father. There is only one who is going from death to life who is the anchor of our hope. In Messiah Yeshua, we can cling to him when we're hurting. We can find hope in our sorrow. May we link to his story closer and closer during these days, and may we see restoration and new life. May God comfort those who mourn in Zion, and may God work in and through us as a community, to bring healing and restoration and the fullness of the kingdom of resurrection. I'd like to close uh, by us reading a psalm together. Uh, this is Psalm uh, 121, and uh, so let us anchor our hope in the Lord as we read it together. If I raise my eyes to the hills... From where will my help come? My help comes from Adonai, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. Your guardian is not asleep. No, the guardian of Israel never slumbers or sleeps. Adonai is your guardian at your right hand. Adonai provides you with shade. The sun can't strike you during the day or even the moon at night. Adonai will guard you against all harm. He will guard your life. Adonai will guard your coming and going from now on and forever. 
Amen. Let's pray. Avinu, there are some times when words are, are difficult, but we, we know that you are faithful, and we know that we can put our trust in you, and that um, only in community and only with you as our anchor can we, can we heal and can we be agents of healing for others. Um, only in you can we intercede. Only in you do we have resurrection hope. And uh, you are the source of life. And you are the one that we run to when we are grieving and when we're hurting inside. And you're the only one that can comfort us, Lord. Um, but many times you, you comfort us through our, our community. And you, you like to work in and through humans, through us, Lord. And uh, you are awesome for that, Lord. And we praise you. And uh, we ask that you help us to intercede and to remember and to, to rejoice with those who are rejoicing, to grieve with those who are grieving, that we can come alongside others, that we can be a true community of healing, and that you would empower us by your resurrection power to do so. And we pray this in the name, in the identity of Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Please rise as you're able for the Kiddush and the ironic blessing.